Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast and I'm your host Farooq. It's been a fantastic journey so far as we embark on this journey through the Quran. First of all, I just want to thank each and every one of you who have supported me throughout this journey and not just through the Quran itself but the podcast. So I just want to say a quick thank you to all the listeners who have been supporting me throughout this podcast and without further ado let's make a start on the first surah which is surah al-mulk bismillahirrahmanirrahim so this surah we've been told by prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam it saves us from the punishment of the grave and this surah will also intercede for a person until the person's sins are forgiven so it's important or encouraged that we recite this often especially when we retire for the night and also it's good to memorize it as well inshallah and if you think about it if you're praying this every day before you go to sleep you get used to the verses over and over and before you know it you you can easily memorize it inshallah so let's make a collective effort to bring this into our lives and create that good habit inshallah of reciting Surah Al-Mulk and this surah is a great reminder of who runs and controls everything the dominion blessed is he in whose hand is dominion he is over all things competent he who created death and life to test you as to which of you is best indeed and he is the exalted in might the forgiving and it goes on to saying and who created seven heavens in layers you do not see in the creation of the most merciful any inconsistency so anything that allah has created there's no mistake in that there's no inconsistency in that so return your vision to the sky do you see any breaks you look into the sky you look at the clouds you look above the clouds and you look even further from that You don't see any cracks or breaks or anything wrong with the sky. This is Allah who has created all this. Then return your vision twice again. Your vision will return to you humbled while it is tired and fatigued, but it will still not find any mistake in any of Allah's creation. And then it mentions about the nearest heaven. It's been beautified with stars. And then Allah reminds of those who disbelief in their lord is the punishment of hell wretched is the destination and listen to this when they are thrown into it they hear from it a dreadful inhaling while it boils up so it's as if the fire is alive it has its own breathing how scary is that and it almost bursts with rage every time a company is thrown into it So when you for instance you throw fuel at a specific fire or more wood it's like it just enrages and it engulfs more flames and that's what keeps going on and its keepers asks them did they not come to you a warner so within that fire when people are thrown into it when people are burning they hear someone within the fire saying did they not come to you a warner and then that person will say yes a warner had come to us but we denied and said allah has not sent down anything you are not but in great error 
So for all those who rejected the message of Allah, rejected the warnings that all the prophets brought forth, this is what they will be saying when they're in the hellfire. They will say that yes, of course there was a warner, but we denied this person and we denied the fact that there is a Allah and we denied and now they are in utter regret. And then they'll continue to say, if only we had been listening or reasoning, we would not be among the companions of the place. And then they will admit their sin. It is alienation for the companions of the place. But then it's mentioned, indeed those who fear their Lord unseen will have forgiveness and a great reward. This is from verse 12 onwards. And conceal your speech or publicize it. Indeed, he is knowing of what is within the hearts. So anything that goes on around you, you conceal that sin, whatever it is. It could be something uh, bad. Maybe a friend did something bad. You know, try to help them instead of publicizing or making a speech or utterance of their specific sin. And Allah's reminding us does. He who created not know while he is subtle and acquainted. So of course Allah is well acquainted with what everyone does. And Allah is reminding us that it is the earth that was created for us by Allah. It was created easy and tamed. It has straight and narrow paths where we could walk amongst its slopes and eat from the provision. If there are trees, the fruits bear it. It is Allah who is providing all these things for us and to him is the resurrection so we are going to go back to Allah listen to verse number 16 do you feel secure that he who holds authority in the heaven would not cause the earth to swallow you and suddenly it would sway we hear a lot of earthquakes out there someone could be driving someone could be walking and suddenly the earth could literally swallow them up Allah is reminding us do we feel secure in that manner? And then there's mention of if a storm of stones were sent, then would they know how severe the warnings are? And we're reminded of the people before, the people that came before us, they denied. How terrible was my reproach, as in what he did to them. So these are also warnings for us. So we should not deny Allah. Do they not see the birds above them with their wings outspread and sometimes folding in? None holds them aloft except the most merciful. Indeed, he is of all things seeing. So no one can help you. No one could aid you apart from Allah. And the disbelievers are not but in delusion. So we're reminded who can provide for you if Allah holds your provision. Who else can help you? No one else can help you, no matter who you ask. We are reminded about our hearing and vision. Little are you grateful. He has made and produced for us our hearing and vision and hearts. Little are you grateful. This is verse number 23. And we are multiplied across the earth and to Allah is our return. And then they also say, when is this promise? If you should be truthful. So the disbelievers, you'll hear them say this from time to time. Say, the knowledge is only with Allah. 
and I am only a clear warner. But when they see it approaching, the faces of those who disbelieve will be distressed, and it will be said, This is that for which you used to call. So they will remember the warnings on the day that they see it. But by then it will be too late. And this is why it's very important that when we hear of these warnings, we must listen to them. We must understand that the warnings are there for a reason. And then the last few verses of Surah Al-Mulk to conclude. Say, O Muhammad wasallam, have you considered whether Allah should cause my death and those with me or have mercy upon us? Who can protect the disbelievers from a painful punishment? Say, He is the most merciful. We have believed in Him, and upon Him we have relied. And you will come to know who is in that clear error. And the last verse, Say, Have you considered, if your water was to become sunken into the earth, then who could bring you flowing water? These things that we take for granted nowadays, the fact that we can just walk a few steps into our kitchen and use the tap or the faucet to pour out water, clean, pure water that we are able to drink. Yet we are ungrateful, yet we don't turn to Allah. Nay, we must not live those kind of lives where we are ungrateful. We must turn to Allah. We must give thanks for our provision today and tomorrow. And that brings us to the end of Surah Al-Mulk. Okay, the next Surah is Surah Al-Kalam. Surah Al-Kalam means the pen. And this pen is the first thing that was created by Allah. And he was asked to write. And the pen asked, what should I write? And Allah said to the pen, write everything. Everything was written from then up until the last day, which is the day of judgment. So this pen, this divine pen, that is what it did, which is the predestination, the Qadr. Let's start with verse number one, Noon, by the pen and what they inscribe. You are not, O Muhammad wasallam, by the favour of your Lord, a madman. So this is something that they called him back then when he was trying to convey the message. And indeed, for you is a reward uninterrupted. How beautiful is that? A reward that is continuous, it never ends, it never stops, it's uninterrupted. And indeed, you are of a great moral character. So you will see, and they will see, which of you is afflicted by a devil. So this is referring to possession of a jinn, possibly. Indeed, your Lord is most knowing of who has gone astray from his way, and he is most knowing of the rightly guided. So each and every one of us who are on the rightly guided path, let us pray to Allah that we remain on this path. Allah knows what is in our hearts. And such is the punishment of this world, and the punishment of the hereafter is greater, if only they knew. And this is the day the shin will be uncovered and they will be invited to prostration but the disbelievers will not be able to and their eyes will be humbled, humiliated and they will cover them and they used to be invited to prostration 
while they were sound. So Allah is saying to Prophet Muhammad So leave me with the matter of who denies the Qur'an. We will progressively lead them to punishment from where they do not know. And I will give them time. Indeed, my plan is firm. And there's mention of the knowledge of the unseen. Do they know it? That they could write it down? And of course, these are rhetorical questions. Of course, they don't know the knowledge of the unseen. That is only with Allah. And Allah is reminding Prophet ﷺ to be patient and not be like companion of the fish, Yunus salam, when he called out while he was distressed. If not that a favour from his Lord overtook him, he would have been thrown onto the naked shore while he was censured. So this is talking about when the leaves covered Yunus salam, when he was spat out by the whale onto the shores and his Lord chose him and made him of the righteous. And those who disbelieved would simply turn to him and say, Indeed, he is mad. And to conclude this surah, it is reminding us that Prophet Muhammad is not except a reminder to the worlds, just as all the other prophets came with the same message, for us to worship Allah alone. They are warners, there are no other warners to come. Okay, so the next surah that we are going to talk about is Surah Al-Hakka, which is the inevitable. Uh, let's go through a couple of verses and see what it's trying to tell us. So the first verse, which is the inevitable reality. So what is the inevitable reality? And that is the second verse. What is the inevitable reality? There's a calamity that is to come for humankind, for each and every one of us. And what can make you know what is the inevitable reality? So for instance, if you're trying to learn about something, you have to understand more about it. That in that sense where, know about the warnings, we know about the prophets that came and went. So what were they warning us about? What were they warning the people in that moment in time, that era? So whether it was Nuh alayhi salam, whether it was Musa alayhi salam, whether it was Isa alayhi salam, which is Jesus, peace be upon him, whether it was Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam, they all came with the same message. And that is to worship one Allah, everything around you, everything that you can hold with your hand, etc. You're not taking any of that with you when you leave this world. And then the next verse, which is verse number four, it mentions about Thamud and Ad denied the striking calamity. When people in the past, they were warned about punishments that are to come. So as for Thamud, and these were people who literally carved houses out of mountains. They had so much strength. But who gave them that strength? It is Allah who gave them that strength. Ad and Thamud, these are various nations of the past. As for Thamud, they were destroyed by the overpowering blast. So, of course, a warning came to them, but they weren't believing in Allah. They were believing in other things. They were believing in themselves. They were warned. Uh, the striking calamity came. And as for Ad, they were destroyed by a screaming, violent wind. So just imagine this. A cloud is coming towards you, and you're thinking, hmm, is this a sandstorm? Is this... 
a temporary tornado that's gonna come and pass. What is this? But it was a violent wind and it literally obliterated them. Of course, they disobeyed the messenger of their Lord. So moving on to verse number 13, then the horn is blown with one blast. So what is this horn that it's referring to? Now this is describing what's gonna happen when this world ends. So that horn, when it is blown, and the earth and the mountains are lifted and leveled with one blow. So just think about this for a second. A mountain that we see right now, it's gonna literally turn into dust. It's gonna be like, you know, like candy floss? It's gonna be like that. So just imagine the faces of the people on that day. It's gonna be really scary. Then on that day, the resurrection will occur. And that's uh, verse number 15. All right, so that's going further into that. Let's go into the middle of this surah. So again, indeed, the people did not believe in Allah, the most great, and they were meant to believe in Allah. So these warnings came to them. So these warnings are for us as well, that we should worship Allah alone. Allah is our creator. We don't worship the creation. When we worship Allah alone, we know that we are protected on that day. So now it's referring to the day when people who have no faith, when people don't believe in Allah, then for them on this day, there is no devoted friend. So just, just imagine this, all right? You have a friend right now who is basically there for you. You know, you can call upon them, etc. All right, so like I mentioned, on that day, there is no devoted friend for you, all right? So no any food except from the discharge of wounds. Just picture that. None will eat it except the sinners. Indeed, we know among you who are the deniers. It will be a cause of regret upon the disbelievers. So again, what I talked about just a few minutes ago, those individuals are going to be in a state of regret on that day. It's going to be very tough for that person and then the last two verses of this to conclude and indeed it is the truth of certainty so exalt the name of your lord the most great all right the most great the most great isn't jesus peace be upon him so the next surah is surah al ma'arij the ways of ascent so exalt the name of your Lord, the Most Great. This surah starts with a supplicant asked for a punishment bound to happen. To the disbelievers of it, there is no preventer. The angels and the spirit will assent to him during a day, the extent of which is 50,000 years. 50,000 years. I want you to remember that. On average, your life span 50, 60, 70 years, okay? This we're talking about is a day, the day of judgment is 50,000 years. It, it's going to be one of the worst days you, you'll ever experience. Indeed, they see it as distant, but we see it as near. So we're thinking to ourselves, oh, there's, there's a lot of time left for the day of judgment. A lot of time. But really, Allah is reminding us that that day, the day of judgment, is coming very close. It's very near. So now, remember this, right? The Quran was revealed over 1400 years ago, okay? 
over 1400 years ago and we were told then that the day is near so think about it now how near is it now how near is it on the day the sky will be like murky oil and the mountains will be like wool and no friend will ask of anything of a friend subhanallah we just mentioned this now they will be shown each other the criminal will wish that he could be ransomed from the punishment of that day by his children he's going to be asking his children that hey look anything wrong that i did can you take this punishment from me please take it and his wife and his brother so remember what i said this criminal he's going to wish that all his sins he's going to wish that he could give them to his children his wife his brother right all these things and his nearest kindred who sheltered him and whoever is on earth entirely so then it could save him so he, he's going to be so desperate he's literally going to be asking whoever but no indeed it is the flame a remover of exteriors it invites who turned his back on truth so you know the truth you've been told the truth in your life but you've turned your back on the truth that's what you've done don't do that to yourself they went away from obedience and collected wealth and hoarded okay so this person collected wealth they hoarded like what are you collecting wealth for you know who gave you that wealth it is allah who gave you that wealth so indeed mankind was created anxious okay so we're going to conclude this surah so i swear by the lord of all risings and settings that indeed we are able to replace them with better than them and we are not to be outdone so leave them to converse vainly and amuse themselves until they meet the day which they are promised and that concludes this podcast join me next time as we continue our journey through the quran assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh